diary. It is December 11th, 2023, and I wrote today. And ever since I stopped um, uploading these podcasts, I have been writing every single day, including today. So why did I stop? Well, for those of you who don't know, I was getting ready for and then actually on a getaway trip to California for Disneyland. Now, if any of you have ever been to Disneyland, and um, not because you live in California, but actually on a vacation or getaway, then you know what it's like to try and get in as many rides, shops, shows, and what have you while you're there. Now, we were blessed with a lovely 10 days while we were over there, two of them being dedicated to downtown Disney and some family fun, while the rest of them was just me, me, mama, and me, papa, as we all ventured out into actual the actual Disneyland Park and California Adventure Park. It was a very fun time, but also the few days beforehand was a very stressful time. I was able to make my, a room for my mic and take it with me, but sadly I never even took it out of the little box I put it in because we were having such a grand time. Or when we did get back to the hotel, um, or just any time we were at the hotel, we were um, so busy doing our own thing or relaxing or what have you, to where I just never did a podcast while I was there. But I did make sure to write at least a little bit every single day. And I've got to say, today, I made some really big progress. Now, as you all know, I've been fiddling around with different ideas for characters, for their stories, backstories, and most of the main cast have already been solidified in one way or another. Um, I've gone through a few different uh, deep fears and deep motivations, but I think I'm starting to really lock in their characters and lock in those deep fears and motivations to the point of where I actually felt the motivation to try and make some art of one of the characters. Now, um, it's been a while since I've done any form of art, um, and especially digital art, period, so um, I'm definitely trying to find my style again, find my hand again, but as I continue to work on this project and was inspired by um, the new book by Fena, Fena, um, whatever their, uh, however you pronounce their actual name, um, I was inspired by Fena's um, Amygdala, which was a book that they recently published that had illustrations of the characters within the book as you got to meet them, which I thought was such a cool and clever idea that I figured, hey, why don't I do something at the very least uh, similar? And um, for some, what I consider major scenes and stuff, I also hope to do art of the characters and things within those major scenes as well. I'm not, go I'm not considering it to be like an illustrated novel or anything like that, because like I said, it's only for the standout scenes, and I don't, I personally don't expect every single character to get their full illustration, um, but for, um, like I said, the main cast, 
Um, at the very least, the main good guys and the main bad guys, if you want to call it that, I'm going to have illustrations and things on the, uh, of them. So thank you, Fana. Um, I think that's how we say your name, or your last name. Thank you very much for that inspiration. Um, you are awesome. Can't wait to read the book. I seriously have to order it. Um, I have to find a printed copy and, and order it because I want the actual physical book versus any sort of Kindle book or what have you. So anyways, with that bit of crediting aside, um, I have yet again made some major um, progress on the plot line. I started over yet again, but... The good thing is, is that I've drifted closer and back towards one of my more original ideas, which I believe the reason why I didn't go with that one was because it had a few layers to it. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but um, basically it has like a layer of trust where the characters trust these other characters and an organization as a whole and there's some things that they're not seeing that they really should be or are uh, blind to or choose to be oblivious to until we get to you know that initial incident in the story where everything comes flying apart and now we're set on this new journey. So that's what I'm working on. And I'm also, through the plot line and things like that, I've been able to incorporate the world a bit more and really solidify what's going on within the world itself. This part I'm not afraid to share because why not drop some things in here? It will probably end up in some sort of general description or something anyway, or it'll just forever remain as a sneak peek for you guys to hear about. So here we go. So the story is set on an alien planet full of people known as Estonians. And they are these crazy mythical creatures. Um, a lot of them are half-human, half-animal hybrids, such as the dragonettes or dragonesses, um, the wyvernic, sirenae, all sorts of different species, nagini, all sorts of different species, and some of them are more humanoid than others. And there are others who have also bonded with machines, and some who are hybrids within hybrids. But the whole entire point is that they are all humanoid in some way. Now, they're living their life peaceful in the jungle planet uh, known as Estonia, and they have actually innovated and created amazing technological advances. They've really created um, their own highly advanced world full of fun and cheer, all ruled by the Emperor and Empress. Now, the Emperor and Empress are not tyrants. They are a very peaceful couple who have been ruling for a little while now and are a part of a long reign of emperors and empresses who have for the longest time instilled the ideas of peace and tranquility within their home of Estonia. And um, while the Estonians haven't traveled into space or 
into the stars, they do fully understand the intricacies of their planet. Especially things like the deep oceans where Sirenae live, and some even live within the skies. And it's been very joyous. All of the different species of this land are united, and the reason why they're called different species is because they are um, different. They're all humanoid, but they're not the same. Um, but they do not refer to themselves as races because any type, any species of Estonian can have any skin color. It's truly just dependent on where you live, just like how it came to be in humans. Speaking of humans, one day humans decide to make their way onto the Estonian planet because they've created the innovations of spaceships and things like that. And while they're not quite on the Estonian level of technology, at least not in certain areas, like I said, they have found a way to travel through space. Now, initially, everything is peaceful and tranquil, and everything is going pretty well. The human ambassadors are spending their time having fun, partying with them, etc., etc., and the Estonians even come up with a new, um, uh, two new words for their new companions. Um, my Helen, which is when you're referring to one human, and my Helen when you're referring to the human race or a group of humans. This is to make communication easier between humans and Estonians because Estonians speak their own language, known as mythic. But anyways, over time, things are going fairly well until one day when the Emperor and Empress are killed. Without hesitation, without any sort of mercy or anything. Now, even though the Emperor and Empress's children are still young at this time, the older of the two um, children, uh, Eliana, she decides to declare war on all my Hallam. And so she does, and in doing so, she needs to create an army. So she does that, but she finds that she, over time, she needs more soldiers. So there is this organization who she decides to pick up more soldiers from, in order to use in what ends up feeling like a never-ending war that goes on for that spans on for decades. Now, sadly, because the Mahalam had been there for so long before war had been had broken out, they had already integrated into their society. Now, of course, upon any sightings of the Mahalam, they are to be immediately killed. But their culture and other things have still seeped into the many cities within Estonia. And many human, I guess you could say, nobles still exist and have found ways to become untouchable. And so thus infecting the Estonian culture more and more over time, thus leading to racism as we know it in a few different forms, one being against the Estonians in general, and two, leading, um, leading Estonians into being racist 
um, towards actual skin color and things like that. Many of the Sirenai simply retreated back into the waters, while others became famous nobles because of their elegant tails, beautiful scales, and other things. In fact, there's one famous couple that you'll be able to see in the story, known as Adam and Eve. But moving on from that, Eliana still faces this war, and now faces it alone after the mysterious death of her sibling, Aerendril. Nobody truly knows what happened, but it was stated that it was some sort of accident that took place that took away her dear sister. Then, of course, you have within the armies itself, which have all come together under the name of the organization that um, Eliana had originally pulled up from to get the rest of the soldiers she needed. They have also begun to expand out, even within what they were originally made to do, exploring more of the technology and sciences they were originally meant to explore. Of course, there are always attacks happening somewhere from the Myhalum, and while some recognize that there's a difference between the good humans of old and the bad ones that we see now, not everyone cares to differentiate. And even so, strides are being taken in order to put them down for good. And of course, with all of this poison now within the Estonian world, there is the loss of magic. It's not completely gone, nor is it necessarily suppressed by anything, but the art of magic has been mostly lost, except by those who cared to learn it while it was still being taught. Even magical books are rare finds, with only certain libraries having them, and even then, if there's a Myhalum around, they will most likely try to destroy them, because Estonians are most powerful when using their magic of transformation, which is the main form of magic that they have, which transforms them into full beasts and monsters, some would say, allowing, granting them full access to the powers of their heritage. In normal form, they mainly have things like, for example, if they are Sirenai, they would have the webbed ears and perhaps webbed fingers, um, some scales accenting the face here and there, and possibly on the forearms and other places, but in full transformed form, their legs would fuse together into a tail, their eyes would go grow bigger and more lantern-like, um, many Sirenai end up getting these sort of and glowing antennae, and other things that make it easier to live and exist within the water, as well as magical powers associated with their life within the water, and of course for being famous for their voices. This applies to many other Estonians, and the dragonettes slash dragonesses in Wyvernic are some of the most interesting as they can fully transform 
from being humanoid into full-on dragons slash wyverns. Although dragons are considerably more powerful than wyverns, having a second pair of legs, whereas wyverns have a pair of wings and some legs. Currently, the Empress Elena is a dragoness, but it is said that her sister Aerendril was possibly wyvernic as she lacked the proper second set of arms since dragonesses have two pairs of arms one of them transforming into the wings and the other becoming legs when they turn into their dragon form there are lots of other things like this as well throughout other species of estonian features that they have to make it easier for transformation so they don't have to use as much magic um, that has been well ingrained into their development and into their DNA as a part of Estonian evolution. But yet again, only very few know the, the way to do this now. Eliana being one of the few prominently known for still using her magic prowess, although yet again this can be learned. So with all of that being said, that leaves us where we're at at the beginning of the story, basically. Of course, like I said, I left out some spe more specific details, but that is the gist of it. Dystopian world, never-ending war, mysterious empress, some people named Adam and Eve, and all sorts of other good stuff that you probably didn't need to know, but it was fun telling you. But yeah, and of course, if you forget any of this, I'll be sure to slip all of it into the book, don't you worry. I just thought I'd give you a sneak peek into what this world is looking like so far, since I'm sure you all have been wondering what the heck I'm even making at this point. So there you go, it's fun dystopia time, yay! Um, but yeah. So, like I said before, today I was on a real writing streak. I actually wrote for, I want to say, at least like an hour and a half, maybe even two hours. Um, I was really inspired today, I got some good music on, I, um, I'm also working on getting a better, um, everyday routine as well. Um, I'm thinking of starting to hit up the gym, um, starting, I think, the day after tomorrow. Um, tomorrow I have some errands to run with me mama. Got to go grocery shopping, you know. At the very least, if I'm gonna mooch off my parents, I better be doing it well. Um, I don't know where the accent came from or why. Um, but <laughs> anyways... But probably the day after tomorrow, because I don't know the um, code to our gym's door anyway. So we're going to find that out um, tomorrow. Going to get the mail, all sorts of good stuff, because it was just yesterday, way late in the evening when we got home from our getaway. So, um, you know, still settling back into being home. Um... But yeah, I'm working on fixing my sleep schedule, um, working the gym into my schedule, things like that. Um, eating breakfast, um, 
more like first thing in the morning rather than last thing in the morning, you know, thing, things that are healthy for you. And then um, I found out coming back home to my kitty kitty cat um, that I should probably work in a morning snuggling or two into my um, schedule because that's happening either way. So, but yeah, it's been fun getting back to this again. Even though I brought my computer with me on our getaway, I did not use it to write a single time we were there. In fact, I didn't even open it while we were there. We did not need it. But I brought it anyway in case I wanted to write on something proper. But most of the time I squeezed in writing while we were in lines waiting for rides. I just used the notes app on my phone. Um, so yeah, the shout out to the, to the notes app that just comes with any iOS device. Um, do be careful, though, because if you create too many notes, um, you could end up opening the app one day and it'll just continue crashing or start deleting stuff or something like that. So be sure to save backups of your notes is all I'm saying. Like, I only have a few notes and very rarely do I encounter problems, but if you ever get that tingly spider sense feeling... Just go ahead and save whatever you've been writing in there. Um, but, yeah. So, but, yeah, I've been, oh my goodness, I've been writing so much today. I was, I had actually planned to do this podcast earlier in the morning as a part of trying to get into my morning routine because I'm thinking about doing my podcast in the morning rather than way late in the evening like I'm apparently doing. But, um, I just got so busy with stuff. I ended up waking up late, um, but not as bad as before, so the sleep schedule reset is working pretty okay. Um, but yeah, so I'm just kind of, I'm working on quite a few things, honestly, but it's going, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing pretty, pretty okay, um. But yeah, so sorry I didn't give any updates for you guys. Um, I will keep that in mind for next time we do any sort of getaway, just to let you know in advance. And I will try to um, spread out the things I need to do before we go on a getaway. You know, like for example, cleaning up the house and things like that. That way, um, even before we go, I can put out some podcasts and things like that. But yeah, so yeah, I'm just getting, just getting my life on track in general, which will hopefully help me write better and make these podcasts earlier in the day. So yeah, and I recommend doing the same as well. You know, if you've got a crappy routine, you know, might want to start changing that. Um, I got lucky though, and we went on a getaway, so that kind of helped do a full reset of sorts. Um, I know just doing it one day out of the blue, it doesn't always work, so just change it a little bit at a time, you know. If you need to start going to bed earlier, just, um, you know, start somewhere like, like 30 minutes, 20 minutes, even 10 minutes, you know, just, um, pushing up your bedtime, you know. Or if the opposite's true, I mean... So some people get up too early, you know, it happens. 
all I'm saying is schedules get out of whack, so just check in with yourself every once in a while, see what you're doing, see what you can do to fix it, and, um, you know, try and add healthy things into your day. Like, like I said, I'm gonna try, um, especially in these winter months where I can't, um, go out and just walk, well, I'll try and hit up the gym that we've got, like, right next door to where we're, to where we're living right now, so. Yeah, just keep it all, keep it all in mind, you know. If you need to pace around your house to get your exercise, pace around your house. I mean, uh, I would just prefer a gym. Like I said, it's right there and I don't have to pay for it, so. Yep. But yeah, we're doing, we're doing alright. We're gonna, we're doing it together, people. Whether you're creative or not, we're doing it together, <laughs> you know. Anyways, thank you all for listening to me go on about schedules and the getaway, and of course, um, giving you some info about the book. Um, keep in mind, though, that that might change in the future, although that really is the most basic premise of it, so, or at least the most basic um, opening to it, I should say, that I didn't really give you a description of the plot per se, just some of the things that are that led up to what's going on. So, yeah, it may be subject to change. I doubt it though. I'm pretty happy with it. And like I said, I didn't give you guys everything, so there's still surprises. Um, but yeah. So, y'all have a good one, and I will see you all in the next one.